Oh my god, did I just say that out loud? What is wrong with me? I swear, I live in a zoo. What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> and I thought to myself, seriously? This can't be happening. Oh my god, this is my life. And this is Life Unscripted with Amy K. Clark. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Life Unscripted. I am your host, Amy K. Clark, as always. Um, and today, I have a very special guest in my studio with me. Um, I have known this guy for a few years now, I think. Um, we've done, I think we counted like 15 projects together or something, something ridiculous like that. Um, but he's a very busy guy, so I'm glad he managed to fit me into his schedule here. He's going to talk to us about life on set, some of the movies he's done. Um, he's got some books out there. He's just basically doing all kinds of stuff. So welcome to the studio, my good friend, Brian Bowman. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Super honored to be here. I'm honored to have you. So thanks for coming. Um, I know you have to get out of here to get to a gig. Um, so... We'll keep it. We'll keep it to an hour, and hopefully get you out of here when you need to get out of here. Um. So, as I said, we've been on several projects together. We met. Um, like yes. Yeah, so we we met doing a pilot in a couple episodes um, of a television series called Saint Gabriel or Saint Gabrielle, as Brian likes to call it. <laughs> He likes to make everything a little fancy. Exactly. Um, it was it was probably three years ago. I uh, think. Yeah, I'm thinking it was uh, 2000. And... Maybe like 14. 2000, 2000, about 2015. Okay. So yeah, it'd be three years next year. Okay. Um. So we met for that, and I. I don't know that we were, you know, instant friends. Not that we weren't instant friends. It was just like this big, huge group of people that none of us knew each other at the time. Right. And we all had to kind of figure each other out, I think. Well, uh, you, Alex, and I, uh, we had a bond because I got to beat both of y'all up. Yeah. <laughs> so our, like, first time filming, um, the first scene that we filmed together was filmed in a morgue. Um, yeah. Like a real life morgue with real dead people that had been in there. Not while we were there, but there were dead people at some point in time. Um, and Brian played a character named Winston who uh, met an untimely death and came back to life on my medical examiner table <laughs> in the morgue um, and proceeded to beat the living shit out of me and... Alex, who was playing um, another, I think he was another medical examiner, right? Yeah, both of you guys. Were yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I went home with several, several bruises from this guy who threw us across the room. Well, I'm a, 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 a lot better actor now. I realize now <laughs> that you don't have to actually beat your other actors up in the scene. <laughs> 
So you have to forgive me. I was three years younger than you. I and you that that is an interesting thing because you are a very you're a method actor. Indeed. Um, which for those of you who are not actors, um, I am by far not a method actor, <laughs> and Brian will tell you this. Like, a method actor is is someone who um, kind of throws themselves into their character completely and stays in character. The whole time. Um, you've heard stories of like Heath Ledger as the Joker was like so in character that he legit went crazy. Right. Um, so Brian is a method actor. So when he is on set in character, he is in character. It's really hard to get him out of character and he gets really pissed off at you when you try to get him out of character. <laughs> <laughs> um so I think that was part of it was that, you know, you may not have had the most experience um, in like fight scenes, but I think you were also like living that character. Like, I think you really wanted to kill us. Yeah, at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you I'm didn't glad too, because that would have really sucked. It was, it was, it was fun. It was super fun. Uh, it was tiring. Uh, oh yeah. It was very tiring, but it, it was super fun. Um. Um, we had, uh, uh, we have a better stunt coordinator with that. Team yeah. Now. Yeah. So when we have to, if we ever have to shoot another scene like that, it, I it won't end up with little... 95 bruises on my body. Right. Like I did. Yeah. I, and I think I pulled all your husband's chest hair. Oh out. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he literally had like a bald spot. I mean, he doesn't have a ton of chest hair to begin with, but yeah, he, Brian, like, yanked him off the floor to, like, throw him again and literally, like, picked him up by the few chest hairs he had and yanked them out of his body. It was fabulous. It was a, it was a great time. <laughs> I'm, I'm envious of actors, of actors and actresses like you that can just snap into character. I have to go through so much to get into my character. Yeah, you do. Like, there are so many times when we've been on set and he'll like wander off by himself and he's like talking to himself and I will walk over. I'm like, Brian, are you okay? What's wrong? What happened? Like, what's upset? What? And he's like, no, I'm just in character. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Um, we were, <laughs> we were filming, um, our film vacations over that I've talked about with a couple other people. Um, and Brian was my, my co-writer, my co-director, my co-producer, my co-actor. <laughs> we did it all. Um, but we were filming one scene in my garage um, and it had been a long day of filming and we decided that it would be a great idea to have some wine while we were filming, which it was a great idea. Brian, however, once he got into his character, um, it, we, were, we were two parents of different sets of kids who our kids had gone missing and we were trying to find our kids and it turns out that there was a zombie apocalypse going on and so we were we were in a in an emotional state and the scene that we were filming was a very emotional scene and I can be laughing and joking and messing around until the, right when they're like we're rolling you know, right up until action. And then immediately I'm like crying and hysterical. And Brian kind of has to be a dick the whole time. Don't look at me like that. 
<laughs> so he was like so mad at me that I was like joking around and having fun because he was like in character. Well, I wasn't mad. I, I was confident in your abilities. <laughs> I wasn't confident in, in everybody, else's, everybody else's ability. <laughs> so I needed everybody else to take it serious. And so I wasn't mad that uh, uh, you were having a good time. I was mad that you were having a good time with everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so I can be drunk on set whenever because I'm just that good of an actor. But other people need to keep it under check. Is and it was nothing. It was nothing against the other individuals. Um, I just hadn't worked as many projects yeah. with them as I've worked with you. Yeah. Uh, so and me and you have actually had this conversation, and I've actually watched you transform at the drop of a dime. Yeah. So it was nothing. Uh, uh, it, it wasn't that I didn't trust the other actors. I just was. Uh, I don't know. I wanted everybody to be more like me, I guess. Brian always wants everyone to be like him. Yeah. And we all want to be like you, Brian. Indeed. 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 It, 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 was, it was fun, though. We uh, Vacation over. I almost got shot on vacation yes, over. Yes, you did almost get shot. Yeah. That is a good story. So, <laughs> and it, it has multiple levels. So, um, we were looking for a location to film um, this big outdoor we had a big outdoor fight scene with a bunch of zombies yeah. and all these people and um before that like he our friend that was with us had gotten bit by a zombie and we decided he needed to be shot to put down because he was gonna turn into a zombie um so we needed a location that we could film the scene and so i had found i was in charge of finding locations and i had found a location that was out in kind of out in the country near where I lived, but definitely out in the country. And Brian was concerned about the location because it was it was a country, it was country bumpkin location. And so he expressed his concern that if he, being a a large black man, goes out into the country of white folk in the suburbs of Columbus that he would get shot. <laughs> well, Correct. it wasn't necessarily that it was just, it was a, 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 a lot of uh, African Americans. And I know that they wouldn't be comfortable with going on out in the country. Uh, yeah. The shoot. Uh, it was a time of, uh, um, it was a lot of racial things taking place yes. at that time. Yes. Racial tension was pretty high. And, um, you know, uh, it was more the travel that I was afraid of, uh, you know, maybe getting pulled over. Yeah. On the way there, on the way back. Which is is something I never thought about. Because uh -huh. I'm like, what? It's the suburbs. Like, it's it's nice here. What are you concerned about? And Well, I mean, you know, unfortunately, uh, the world is different for uh, some individuals. Some, exactly. Some don't have to worry about that exactly and again i'm envious <laughs> and yeah right and that led into a lot of conversations which i i do want to touch on that conversation okay. in a bit um because i think it's it's a very interesting conversation because i i know a lot of people we have a lot of instances right. that we can tell these stories of like people looking at the two of us like how are you two friends how are you two friends like you should not be friends there is nothing about when people see us they think we should not be friends um so we were going to film in the country it was not going to be a good situation. So we found another location to film, um, which was a film studio here in town. It's what I would consider 
not the best part of town for yeah, me I, to feel comfortable. <laughs> I talked you out of going to the country, and we filmed in the hood, and I almost got shot in the so, hood. And I'm the only one that almost got shot. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I think the irony is. So we're filming outside this film studio, and it's a gated area. Like, you have to have, a, you know, you have to get through the gate to get in. Um, but it's it, it's in the hood, as he says. And so we're filming the scene where he has our friend Michael Evanichko, who's been on the show. Um, he is is bleeding from the chest and is on the ground up against a tree. And Brian, Brian's character, is about to shoot him, to well, kill I him. To, I was about to hit, beat him with a bat. Oh, yes, beat him with a bat. We didn't have a gun. Beat him with a bat. Yes, and so he's yelling at him with this bat, and this guy drives by, sees us. No, it was actually uh, the security guard. Yeah, but someone, yeah, someone drove by, saw, and went inside, and, and like, alerted the security, yeah, and yeah. alerted the security guard that there's this big black dude beating up this white guy, and it became this huge drama of the guy was like, if I had my gun on me, I, yeah. I would have shot him in a heartbeat, but I, my gun was back in the security office, um, and we didn't know this was happening until we were informed later that. Well, yeah, it we had gone that far by the uh, the guy that rented us the uh, the place. Yeah, um, and and you know I, I kind of took it uh, I took it personal. I don't I, you know I didn't mean to be so touchy about the situation, but uh, no, but yeah. it, it was. I mean, it, and in that time, this you know this was a year and a half ago. Not that things are any better now, right. but I feel like it was like the height of when this all started to like hit home here. Exactly. And then, I mean, this is something that we have to go through on a regular. And when you make efforts to live a functional life exactly. and try to get away from things of that nature, and you try to set an example for the younger individuals, I had uh, a million kids on the set. Oh, it was yeah. a million kids yeah. on the I'm, set. Yeah, I think we had, what, 12 kids maybe, right. all under the age of 12. All under the age of 12, you know. So that, that we're setting examples then to, you know, still be put in a dangerous situation like that. Yeah, where we thought. We were safe, you know, exactly. Like, forgive us for shooting the movie at a movie studio. And and we had cameras and, you know, like we we had cameras and sound people and it it was obvious to us. It was, it was a movie set. Um, and you know, we had taken all the precautions. We, it wasn't like we were filming in an alley somewhere without alerting people. It wasn't even a gangster movie. It was a a kid zombie movie. (laughs) Exactly. And I was getting ready to kill my best friend because he was about to turn into a zombie. Exactly. And that's why I had to hit him with the bat. Um, I will say that I feel like I I knew what was going on in the world, but I feel like that the two of us working together on that film made me realize a little bit more what it's like. Yeah. You know, I mean, because I, I honestly didn't think anything of going to the country of, in the suburbs for any of right, you. I did right. not even think that was an issue. And then, you know, when this happened, like, the guy honestly, like, didn't think twice. If he had his gun, he would have shot he him. Shot. And I, I, it was, it was a flabbergasting to me. Like, that that's your daily life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and we've talked... We've talked many times um, about the the differences between the two of us just in, like, driving in a car. 
Um, we were both in a show where we needed to carry guns with us. They were prop guns, mm-hmm. um, but we would take them to and from the show. And I never thought twice about it. Like my my gear was always in the back of my car. And if I got pulled over, I wouldn't even think twice about the fact that there's a gun in my car. You know, it. it I'm a an actor. Gun, yeah, yes. a toy gun. I'm an actor. It's and that you see my gun. You're honestly as a white blonde woman i i don't think i would even have a problem now on the flip side brian would be afraid to bring his gun to to work like he he did always try to borrow someone yeah he you know he would borrow my he would ask me if i could bring my gun for him because just driving on the streets with a prop gun in your car is enough to get him him shot and that that is so hard for me to comprehend knowing who you are. Well, but you don't get a chance to explain who you are. Exactly. I'm so glad that the instance happened when we were shooting uh, at the movie studio. And I'm glad I didn't get shot. But, you know, um, like you said, that was, I don't think you ever would have understood exactly what it is that we go through on the daily. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. I just think of your, one of your best friends gets murdered right in front of you. You're standing oh, yeah. right there holding the camera. Yeah. Uh, I, I, when we were told that's what happened, I mean, my heart stops like, right. Oh my God, this could have like, how? And that's, that's, a, that's a possibility for you all the time. All the time. And it's, it's not for me. And it's all over the United States, everywhere you go. Exactly. Um, we, um, there were, we were talking, um, one day that I, I was driving, oh, I had dropped you off at your house mm-hmm. and I needed gas and I was like, I got to stop and get gas. And he's like, okay, you need to go down this way to go get gas, go to this station. You're going to have to, can you drive four miles to get to a gas station? I'm like, there's got to be a gas station, you know, much closer. And he was like, listen, Amy, you don't need to go to that gas station. First of all. Second of all, if your car breaks down in my neighborhood, I'm afraid for you. And I was like, what? Like, that, really? But then on the flip side, he was like, but here's the thing. If my car breaks down in your neighborhood, I'm afraid for me. Exactly. And I'm like, but I live in a super nice neighborhood. And he's like, yeah, but I'm a black dude. I don't, like, big a big, head, bald, black dude. Yeah. I don't belong here. Which... In my defense, I have several black neighbors that live near me that aren't super nice people. And I'm sure it's not, I I don't feel like my neighborhood is quite like that. But I understand It's a different type of danger. Exactly. Uh, When I said I was scared for you, uh, it it, it didn't even have anything to do with race. It was, I I would tell any female. Exactly. Not to go there to that gas station at that type of night. Exactly. Exactly. I know a, a bunch of guys that have been beat up and robbed in that neighborhood, and they're black. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't yeah. a race thing. It's just it was a just bad a neighborhood. bad neighborhood. Exactly. Uh, for me, uh, uh, when, when I when I come out here, it's just I try my best not to uh, be pulled over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's always uh, it's like you're guilty until you're proven. Innocent exactly. Instead of exactly. Which is guilty. it shouldn't be that way, but it it is like. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's a race issue. It's just uh, anytime that you, uh, uh, one ha- human being has an authority mm-hmm. over another human being, um, we can't control emotions. So, you know, the cop might have had a bad day. His wife might be cheating on him. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, they're going to react a certain way. Exactly. You know, uh, because they have that authority over you. Yeah. Um, I've run into a lot of police officers on movie sets that were real good individuals. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got a chance to talk to them, and I got a chance to hear their side of the story. Now, if it wasn't for these movies, I probably would never get a chance exactly. to talk to them. You know, if the circumstances were changed and they were pulling me over, it might be different. But, yeah. you know, uh, due to the fact that we were in a non-police civilian... You were equals at that point in at time. At that point, you, you were know, both actors on the same set doing the same thing. Right. So it's it's easier at that point in time to level out. Exactly. To get along. One of my good friends uh, uh, was in St. Gabriel. We're arch enemies on St. Gabriel. Yes, yes. So I constantly uh, screw with him on Facebook, uh, in character, because I stay in character, yeah. uh, about what I'm going to do to him when I see him. And he, we, we talk smack to each other. Yeah. Uh, but he's a complete hard ass. Yeah. And I mean, if I got pulled over by Tom Basso, <laughs> I'd be exactly. scared too. Tom, we love you. We love you. But like he's he's a badass. Yeah, I mean, and he's old as hell and works <laughs> out constantly. Exactly, <laughs> that dude could snap anyone in half. Like exactly, he's uh, uh, he doesn't pull people over. And that's not what he does. But if if, if he did, it, yeah. yeah. And he plays he plays a bad guy, and yeah. he plays the bad guy good. Exactly. So um, he could easily be a bad guy. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he is. I'm just using him as an example of what if some of these individuals that do have this training. Were to just be bad guys yeah. in disguise. Yeah. You know. Uh, they could be super villains for all we know. For all we know. And <laughs> a lot of them are. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of them already have a perception of you. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've heard this from uh, from black people, white people, Chinese people. I am very intimidating looking. You are. If, uh, you are. <laughs> but then again, I'm told I am too. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. You know. I mean, people tell me all the time. They're like, oh, I was super intimidated by you. Like, I didn't. I, I didn't want to be friends with you. You scare me. Like, you you are a very confident person, and that's scary to people. Right. So, should we, you know, and you're in the same boat with me as this. Does that mean we have to walk around with a big, goofy-ass smile well, on our face exactly. like the Joker all day? Yeah. Not to intimidate I mean, anybody? <laughs> I have resting bitch face, for sure. Uh-huh. And um, so do I. Yeah. Like, and I've said, we actually, I used you as a perfect example um, with my kid the other day. He, um, Kyan is in therapy for anxiety. Like, he has a lot of anxiety. He's convinced the people in the world are going to kill him or kill us. Like, and it's a, it's an irrational fear uh-huh. given what all is going on in the world. Right. Um, but in his, in his location and in his life, he's probably fine. But when we go, if we'll go downtown or we're driving, anytime someone pulls up next to us who looks sketchy to him, doesn't. And I, I don't want to say it's a race thing. I want to say it's people different than us. Okay. So it could be people who look homeless-ish. It could be black people. It could be a cultural thing. Indian. Not race. Yeah, That's it's a it's just people who aren't like him. Right. Um. He gets scared. He gets terrified. He's convinced they're gonna kill him. They're they're gonna pull out a gun. They're gonna kill us. And I used you as a perfect example because he knows you. And he, you know, he knows you're a great guy. He's met you several times. And I said, look at Brian. If we were walking down the street downtown and you saw Brian, would you be scared? And he was like, well, no, I know him. He's cool. I know he's nice. He's not going to hurt me. And I said, but if you didn't know he was nice, 
would you be scared then? And he was like, well, yeah, probably. And I was like, that right there. So you're judging all these people who don't look like you, who aren't the same as you, and just assuming they're bad people when you know for a fact right. that you would put Brian in that category, but you know Brian would never do anything. And he was like, oh. It was one of those like moments yeah. where he was like, oh, you're right. So maybe they're not all bad people. And we're very good at raising our kids to be open to other people. You know, we're Mm -hmm. people coming in our house. We have white people and black people and old people and young people and gay people and straight people. Like it's a menagerie of people that we're friends with. And, but still given what's on the news and given what he sees in, you know, media, he's scared on a daily basis. And I can't even imagine what it would be like to be raising a child in a different neighborhood who it's a logical fear. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like his fear is all that rational. We're working through it. (laughs) But there are kids who are being raised on a daily basis where, you know, they know they could be attacked for being different or... shot accidentally on the street playing basketball the first thing we have to do is uh before we train our children we have to train ourselves not to uh to be fear uh to be fearful or um uh what is the word that i want to say um you know kind of you know racially biased or whatnot or prejudice um I mean, we all know history. Uh, we all know the whole thing about slavery or whatnot. But, you know, we're living in 2017 and we're at a time where um, everyone is human. Everyone has to get along. Uh, yeah. We're all people. And if we're going to have cultural differences, that's going to happen. Yeah. You know? And yeah. if you can get past all the bullshit that the media portrays and, you know, we get to know people of different cultures, you realize that we, it's a lot of, similarities as well and that we're all cool and some of those differences uh i, I don't i like this for i like laughing at you sometimes oh, yeah. i don't see you laughing at me all the time yeah um, like okay so so that that's good like so <laughs> so we had a conversation this was probably a year ago um and we were sitting in a room it was after a show we were all just hanging out for like an hour and somehow the conversation came up about Things that we like differently or think differently. Um, it was a room with we had two black guys and we had two white girls. That was our that was our room. Mm-hmm. That was our our test subjects, I guess. Um, and the conversation got on like movies that we had watched and food we eat, and it was eye opening the amount of differences. Just between the way we were raised. And we got to the point where we were asking each other questions like, I've always wanted to know. Right. Like, why do you walk so slow in the mall? <laughs> like, why do you walk so slow in the mall? I am, I'm on a mission. Get out of my way. Why is this party time at a mall? I never knew that colored people walk slow that You do. I, you I walk slow that. all the time. Uh, I never knew that. Uh, <laughs> and it's. And, and then when, he's like, why do you like pumpkin spice lattes so much? <laughs> like, it, and there were so many, there were so many things that we talked about that were like, 
I feel like it was like the stereotype. You know, right. you think we got uh, to address all the stereotypes. Like all these things that you've always wanted to know, but you didn't want to ask because you knew you couldn't. But because we were all such good friends, it was like this open forum for like Well, what was more interesting than the stereotypes were just the common things like movies. I had no idea some of the titles of the movies you were talking about. Oh yeah. About. And I couldn't believe you had no idea the ones I were talking about. Yeah, like we were, and they were movies that I don't, I don't think of them as being like white girl movies. Right. But they were, apparently. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I mean, just like right now, everyone's having a fit about Star Wars. I'm not. But everyone in my family is, so Uh, yeah. Uh. Most. Have you seen Star Wars? Hell like, no. I none of them? I watched Star Wars since I was a kid, and I don't want to. I don't blame you. I'm not a fan. But, <laughs> and but I'm an actor. Uh, and most I would love to play on it. Yeah. I well, right? <laughs> I'll take a role. I'd love to have a role on Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. Like, things that... I'm not even talking about, like, chick flicks. Like, The Notebook. Have you seen The Notebook? Never even heard of it. See? Exactly. Alright. But... That's kind of like a. I mean, I've made, made Alex watch it, but it's like a like a chick flick movie. Right. Um, but did you watch like Back to the Future, like Indiana Jones? Are these movies on your radar? When I was a kid, okay, uh, but not like as an adult. As an adult, no, uh, and I don't think my parents watched it. Huh. Uh, and see, to me, those are like iconic movies that everyone has seen. Right. We have, uh, uh, you know, Boys in the Hood. Yeah, Boys never City, seen that. I don't know. Minister Society. Yeah. Uh, See, never even heard of those movies. No. Uh, I have seen Friday. Does that count? Yeah, that's 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 universal. So, <laughs> so uh, and what we and what we call that in our culture is being able to cross over. Like MC okay. Hammer was a crossover artist. Okay, yeah, yeah. So anytime that you can cross over and you can gain a white audience, uh-huh. then you know you become successful. Uh, huh. I guess maybe the reverse side of that would be maybe Eminem. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Audience. I was gonna say I don't know that there's a whole lot that would that would have crossed over from the like stereotypical white culture into like black culture. Well, in the 80s, Other than Eminem, of, maybe. There was a lot of people that were, we were mixing cultures. You know, you had Run DMC and Aerosmith. True, true. Did the walk this way. And that, that was cool. Like, that right. was, that was like one of those iconic moments. Like, right. where everybody could get along. <laughs> right. And everybody was like, this is cool. And you had artists like Prince and Michael yeah. Jackson. And, yeah. Um, you know. Um, I feel like it, it happens more in music than that it does in movies. Well, Do you agree? Yes, I Because I've never seen any of the Tyler Perry movies. Well, I don't... Okay, I don't want to talk myself out of a role again, but uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't too much care for them. But my, but I feel my like whole that's, culture does. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> it's like you with Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not my jam. It's not like, my... Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's that's one of those things. Like, everyone's like, oh, the Tyler Perry, new Tyler Perry movie. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I well, know he's a guy. <laughs> I mean, they're actors that uh, 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 Woody Harrelson. Everybody mm-hmm. knows Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Sylvester Stallone. He's Italian. Yeah. But um, 
you know, just like Will Smith. Yeah. Um, I love Will Smith. See? see? But I don't feel like he does... I feel like he does, like, big blockbuster movies that everyone's going to see. Like, the superhero movies. So, do you do superhero movies? Like, have you seen those? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Because I'm an action buff. I'm a guy, okay. so... So, so maybe we can agree that, like, superhero movies are crossing yeah. over to everybody. Like, oh, yeah. everybody loves those. Most definitely. Okay. Um, there are some films, like you said, uh, Will Smith has done that were universal, and there were some that, like, do you like the Bad Boys movies? The Bad Boys series? Uh, no, I've never seen any of those. Let's see, that was more <laughs> um, towards the black culture. Yeah. But it was huge, though. Yeah. Um, the director uh, is a huge director. He, uh, he did, what was that damn director's name? I'm going to lose my acting card. For no, you won't. It's okay. <laughs> but, it's all right. We can't remember everybody's name. Yeah, he, he does. He does Transformers. And, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't like Transformers. Michael Bay. Michael yeah, my Bay. kids don't yeah. like him at all. Oh, okay. Don't because like he Michael did Bay. the Ninja Turtles movie, and it was really bad. And that's all my kids know him for. Okay. And they're like, nope, I'm not doing it, watching anything. I mean, nothing against you, Michael Bay. <laughs> Like, he's going to listen to this. But, um, uh, okay, so so there are movies that we both can All say right. our cultures agree on. Um, so I think we created one that I think both cultures, uh, it was a mix of, uh, it was a star-studded film, and a yeah. mix of both cultures, uh, yeah. which is the public, I yeah. think. Uh, Agreed. Did you see the trailer? It oh, was I love well, the of course you saw it. you were in the trailer. <laughs> I did not make the trailer, but it looks really good. So we um, we filmed on the movie called The Public, um, filmed in Cincinnati last winter. Um, I think it was February. Um, it it was a an amazing. I I try not to do a lot of background work. Um, only because it's very time consuming and I just don't have time for it. Brian is like the, the king of background right now. Right. <laughs> but it's cool. Um, but I'm so glad that I did take on that film. Um, because it was such an amazing film to work on. Um, I played a reporter. So I was in scenes with... Gabrielle Union and Christian Slater, like, right there having these conversations. Um, and so, you know, as soon as they yell cut, like, I'm just hanging out talking with Christian Slater. Like, really? Is this my life right now? And I know you, like, ran into Christian oh, yeah. Slater. Didn't you run into Emilio yeah. in the in the bathroom? In the bathroom? Uh, yeah, I have, I have a bunch of scenes with Alec Ball and Christian Slater, uh, Jeffrey Wright, I have a scene with Gabrielle Union. I don't know if all these scenes will make the movie, yeah. but I got a chance to like just socialize with everyone. Yeah, and it was it was four. I was on set for four days. You were there a lot longer than I was. Like nine days, something like that. Um, and when I say days, most of these were nights. Um, most of them were outside in the cold, and it was like fourteen degrees outside, and we were outside for fourteen hours straight. Um, miserable, like quite possibly the most miserable set I've ever been on. But yet, oh, you can't beat outsiders. Amazing! Oh, that one was pretty bad too. <laughs> I think outsider. So there's a there was a TV series. It's it's not on anymore. It was a TV series on the WGN, I believe, um, called Outsiders. And Brian and I both went 
to be background for um, a big fight scene for the... It was the season finale of yeah. season two, which ended up being the last. The last <laughs> that was the last option. Um, and it was an outdoor fight scene in the middle of the night. We were It was like a UFC type fight. Um, and it was freezing and it was pouring down rain the entire time. So miserable. They like brought out heating tents. At one point in time, I turned around and Brian was gone along with all the other background, except for me and, like, three other people. And they were all hiding in the heating tents while I'm standing out there in booty shorts and a hoodie, freezing my ass off. On top of a mountain in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, that yeah. is. It was... At 3.30 uh, in the morning. Yeah, it was that we had driven over. It was a three-hour drive. We drove over. We got there at, like, 6 o'clock at night. Um, filmed all through the night. Didn't leave there until 6 o'clock the next morning. Um, and when they finally like wrapped that scene, I remember someone running up to me with a, uh, emergency blanket. Those like metal blankets they give yeah. like tinfoil blankets yeah. they give to like marathon runners because I was uh, drenched, like soaked through my underwear soaked. It's like 20 degrees outside and I've been wet for the last 10 hours. Utterly miserable. But what was funny was on the way home, <laughs> we stopped at the rest area and the people at the rest area thought I was your pimp because you were just yeah, looking totally destroyed. It was, it was bad. I mean, my <laughs> mascara was running. I had, like, thigh-high boots on and booty shorts and a hoodie. Um, and we didn't, I don't know, we, like, had didn't have the sense to, like, change clothes before we drove home. Or we just didn't care. We were just so miserable. Well, there was an outside shooting. Everything was in porta potties. Yeah, there was no place to change. Solar. We, so we stopped at this rest area and we get out and walk inside. My mascara is running. My hair is a hot mess. I'm disgusting. And we walk into a rest area and he, we both go into our restrooms and I come out and I was waiting on him to get back out. And this guy walked by and looked at me and looked at me like he was trying to save me. And then Brian comes out and like ushers me through the door <laughs> into the car. And I'm convinced the guy had to have called the cops. Like it was... It was the most unlikely pairing. Like we said, when people see us together, they're like, how could you possibly be friends? Um, and that happens on a daily basis when we look good. But when we've been on a set dripping exactly. wet for 16 hours, <laughs> we looked, it, it was a bad situation. I'm surprised there weren't cops following us down the freeway on our way back home. That's just how crazy the world is. I mean, because we, like you said, we look good. Uh, we had a show on the Dinner Detective. Where- yeah. We were seated actors there, and the people I thought that I was going to be abusive. Yeah, you. we were we were playing like a couple, and that had to get in an argument. And apparently, we were too good at arguing. Exactly. And he got up to go to the restroom, and this woman asked me, "She was like, are you okay? Like, he shouldn't be talking to you like that. Do you need help? Like, I, yeah, we're fine. Like, we're friends. It's cool, you know." And these people paid to go to a show, so they know that a show is taking place <laughs> mm-hmm. somewhere. I mean, they didn't know that we were the actors at the time, but uh, yeah, like you said, maybe we did the role too. Yeah, good. maybe we were just too good at our job. I but don't know. We've traveled all over, uh, you and I, and I think we get the same response everywhere we go. Everywhere. So, I mean, we went to Chicago for a film for um, uh, uh, Captive yeah. State. Is that what Captive it's called? Captive State, yeah. Um, and we filmed two two nights there. Two. Yeah, I think two yeah, nights there. Two and it was, again, another outside freezing cold shoot. Apparently, that's just all we do yeah. is stand outside and freeze. Um, 
but we kind of we had the same we had the same reactions there like people would see us talking they're like wait what and when we went to stay in our hotel room i know that we the two of us wanted to check in and i i know the the woman running that that desk was like what is happening like what are you renting this this (laughs) cheap ass hotel room for Cause it was, it was a, it was, it was not the nicest hotel. Yeah. It was, it was not the the star life that we're leaving. It's, it was a little, uh, a little sketchy. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, even people that meet us, like people that meet us on set, they have no idea that we're together. Yeah. No oh yeah. No idea. Yeah. And so I'll be telling them about you, and then when I introduce you, I can see the look on their face change. <laughs> like, okay. this is the friend you came here with. <laughs> right. Like. How are you two friends? And I just don't get it. Like, I don't know. It's, it's well, we weird. we look completely opposite. I mean, we do. And we're <laughs> both, uh, uh, we both represent our cultures. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. You know, um, I'm completely black. You're completely white. That's true. There's uh, no, I, I, I can't pull off anything other than white girl. Yeah. And I can't pull off, <laughs> you know, I'm either a police officer or a thug in every movie. I'm always a mom. So. <laughs> A mom or some sort of wealthy white woman. That's that's what I am. Well, you casted me as a doctor. I take that back. Yeah, see, you, I mean, you casted me as it, a doctor. It, I, I'm trying to branch you out of it. That's another thing that I loved about Vacations Over is that uh, we blended our cultures. Uh, I think the cast was equally mixed yes. on both sides. Yeah, and uh, it. It became bigger than what we expected. The uh, we put out a casting call and like everybody from it every culture. It was supposed to be this little iPhone shot. Yeah, it thing. was not going to be a big deal, and it ended up being like a. I think it was probably 10, 10 to twelve days of shooting over several different weekends, um, several different months actually, just trying to get everybody back together, right. and it's it's still. Still being worked on. Right. It will be. Yeah, it's, it's you'll see it eventually. Still. Yeah, we're we're getting there. Um, it just became a lot bigger of a production than it than we ever imagined. But I think it's it was good for you because you weren't playing a thug. Right. You were playing a very loving father. Um, you know who was taking care of other people. You know, like I think it was it was a good character change for you. Um, I again played a mom, <laughs> but a, but a, a mom who you know. But you got to do a lot of action. Yeah, there was it was you know it wasn't you just an a action mom. Star that I day. was. I got to <laughs> got to fight people, um, kill zombies or whatnot. Oh yeah, it was good. So let me ask you this: Yeah, if, uh, because we uh we just spoke of uh, uh you know me and you uh we mixed cultures and uh me and Tom Basso uh we mixed the cultures of civilian and police officer. In a different setting, and like I said, yeah. that's, that's my buddy. Yeah, uh, I constantly screw with him on Facebook or whatnot. Uh, but if we'd have met at another, uh, you know, in his world and in mm-hmm. my world, I can pretty much guarantee we wouldn't. Oh be yeah, nowhere near as close as we are. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, basically, it's a mixture of the culture. What do you suggest? If we weren't felt, if we weren't friends. If we weren't in film, would we be friends? Is that what you're asking me? Well, not that. Well, how, no, how can I hate people? You. <laughs> how can people that are not in film? What do you find say, that? Find that medium ground I, or I entertainment. Yeah, I know. I I think that's a good that's a good question because I feel like it's really hard to do that. But 
I also feel like there are a lot of things happening right now that are trying to kind of blend that. Like we were like with the superhero movies. Like right. there's there's a lot of different things happening in the world that are kind of bringing people together. I mean, there's a lot of people out in the world who all agree that there's certain people. I mean, we can agree on certain people in power right now that oh, we don't like definitely. them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there's a lot. Yeah. Like as bad as as bad as it is, I think there are a lot of people who are finally willing to step outside of their comfort zone and say, "Why? Why can't we be friends? Why are we like that? You know what I mean? Like." All it takes is uh, enough time to get to know one another exactly. and a common ground. Well, and I think film sets, that happens a lot because we have a lot of that. Lot we have a time. lot of time together right. and we have a common ground of working to put together this film. Exactly. You know, I mean, I'm friends with a lot of people that I would probably never be friends with if I weren't forced to sit in a room with them for hours on end. Right. Because you eventually get past that surface level of... I don't want to be friends with you and get deeper and realize that we're all humans and we're all, we're all the same. Once you take away everything that makes us different. I think the common ground is important because, uh, I graduated from Franklin university mm-hmm. and, uh, I sat in a room with ours with different cultures, but we didn't have that same common yeah. ground. And, you know, I experienced, uh, a, a lot of, uh, uh, racial differences. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what I would consider injustices. Uh, I've had to go and report some of my classmates because uh, we'd be given group assignments mm-hmm. and they didn't want me to participate in the assignment. Wow. Uh, you know, when we would have meetings and yeah. school, you do this, you do this, you do this. And, and Brian, you don't have to do nothing. Just sit back and get the grade. Wow. You know, and this is at college. And, yeah. Uh, I graduated from there in 2009. So this is, I went there from 2005 to 2009. Okay. So this is recently that I'm speaking. Yeah. Uh, You know, um, yeah, it was a lot of racial tension going Mm -hmm. on in college. Uh, And not, it wasn't just between black and white. There were a lot of uh, uh, Samoans that Mm -hmm. went there. Uh, a lot of Orientals that yeah. went there, a lot of Latinos, yeah, and everybody was just grouped off. You would think you were in prison instead of in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the way my high school was too. Like, I remember we had a lot of race riots. Is what they were. It was like the year of the race riots. Uh-huh. My like junior year of high school, and I mean, it was a city school, but it was a city school in the medium sized town in Indiana. Like, it's not. Okay. We're not talking like Chicago. Right. <laughs> Two hours from Chicago. Um, but we had a lot of race rights. And it was a lot of, um, like, the black group of kids versus the Mexican kids. Or the white kids from the wrong side of the tracks versus the, right. you know, whatever. Um, and my group of people just sat back like, what is happening? You know, like, cause I'm not part of it. It's, I don't know. You're in my way. I'm trying to get to class and you're having right. a fight in the middle of the hallway. Um, but I guess I've always been that person that like, I'm willing to be friends with anyone as long as you're cool. Like you piss me off. Right. I'm not going to be friends with you. I don't care what color you are. I don't care where right. you come from. I don't care. 
if you have money, if you don't have money. You can be green. If I don't like yeah. you, I don't like you. Yes. <laughs> and you know what is really funny is my grandpa, um, I'm going to tell this a little, little bit, and then we're going to move on to questions, but um, my grandpa, they lived in the, the farm land of Indiana. Like, the closest town was 30 minutes away, and that was like a, a town. Um, but I remember when I was in... In high school, you know, not really dating. I wasn't bringing boys home to Christmas gatherings and things. And someone must have said something about, like, how would you react if we brought home, you know, a black guy? And my grandpa, who grew up in the country, was a farmer. Like, that's all they did. He said, you know what, Amy? I don't care if he's green or purple. As long as he loves you and as long as you love him. He's welcome in my house. We're happy to have whoever. And I feel like I was young enough to take that to heart. Like if my grandpa who lives on a farm has probably never really interacted with anyone other than other country people, farmers, if he's willing to say, whoever you bring home is welcome, then why can't we all be that way? You know? We just have to put forth more of an effort. Um, Yeah. That's an age-old question, I guess. I wish I had the answer. If I mean, once you sit down and get to know an individual, mm-hmm. then there's some people you're not gonna like. Yeah, it's a lot of people that I don't mm-hmm. that I don't like. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people I don't, I don't like. like that <laughs> and I don't care if he's white or black. Exactly, you know, I just don't like him. Exactly. And there's a lot of people that you're gonna just fall in love with. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, and you just have to take the time to get to know that individual. Put, yeah. And I think it comes with age, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I've gotten old enough to understand that uh, there's, like I said, people I like and people I don't like. So yeah. I try to get to know everyone. And uh, it doesn't really matter to me uh, what color you are or uh, what your culture is. Uh, there's a lot of things that I'm curious about yeah. in other cultures. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, uh, and we have to stop being so touchy about it. Yeah. I think that to like circle back to our conversation, like, yeah. because we were all such good friends, there was no, no one was taking offense to anything. Exactly. So we could easily say, why do you, uh, whatever, eat collard right. greens? I don't even know what the hell collard greens are, but what is it and why do you eat it? Didn't Andrea had you taste Yes, you time. did. We were, where <laughs> were, were we? Movie, uh, we were on the shoot. commercial. Yeah. And like I was like, all right, I guess this is this is happening. Like they're forcing, and it wasn't bad. I don't right. know that I would eat it again, but it wasn't bad. Um, but then on the flip side, he's like, well, why do you eat all this shit you eat? Like right. it, it just that's what we were raised on. Then yeah. and just 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 I mean, it's just a cultural thing. Just like Oriental people eat with chopsticks. Yeah, and it's like. Everything I don't see chopsticks. an Oriental individual being too upset, and when you ask them why do you eat with a stick, yeah, that's you know, true. Uh, so it's just that's that's your culture. That's what you do. Uh, you know, uh, we uh, we have to stop being so protect. We we become protective of our culture, and yeah. other people are going to be curious about it. Yeah, uh, you know, when you put the race thing to a side and just understand it, of course, we're going to have cultural differences. There are certain things that with that way that I was born and raised. Yeah. Uh, and there's certain things that you do according to the way that you were born yeah. and raised. As long as those things don't violate anyone, yeah. you know, uh, then, you know, we have to let people be who they are and yeah. accept them for who they are. 
I I think I would love to have you back on. Oh, most definitely. Um, I mean, of course, regardless. <laughs> but I think I would love to have you back on and have people submit questions, even if we can figure out a way to submit anonymously, um, that are why do yeah. Like, why do black people do this? Why do white people do this? And just sit and discuss these questions that we've all had. Because I do think it was very enlightening for the four of us in that room that right. day right. to have that forum to say, to ask those questions that you've always wanted to ask that aren't offensive. Well, maybe we can but, get all four of us. Yeah, up. like, that would all be awesome. Like, if yeah. we, yeah, I don't know how our schedules will all fit for that. But right. I think that would be really fun to just, like, have people ask the questions. So if you have any of these questions... Let me know. Shoot them my way. Feel free to ask me, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm I think it would be. I think it would be a really interesting social experiment. Um, okay, so I know you have to go, but I have these ten questions that I ask everyone. So we're gonna ask okay, these ten okay. questions. What is your biggest pet peeve? Uh, when people consider me unintelligent. I have a lot of people that always want to be the smartest people in person in the room. Yeah. I've been around those type people. Yeah. They think the things that they say go over your head. Yeah. And you're like, mm, no. Right. I know exactly what you said. Exactly. Now, if you say business card <laughs> or obituary. Obituary no, you, you fixed it. You fixed it. You worked on it. Um, that's kind of an inside joke. No one, only like 12 people right. will understand that joke. But um, who would play you in a movie? Oh, wow. I don't think they've been born yet. Oh, no. Uh, like you got to wait a long time before your movie wow. can be made. Uh, I don't see any younger individuals right now that might would be able to play me. Uh, I don't think my character has developed enough for to be played. Oh, so. wow. Okay, well, we got to... We'll, we'll have to... to we'll check, yeah, one. we'll check back in yeah. on that one. Um, what is the first thing you do in the morning? Uh, go to the bathroom. Fair. Your perfect kiss in three words. My perfect kiss? Uh-huh. In three words. Think carefully. Oh, man. I know. In three words. Uh, shit. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> shit, my wife. Yeah. That was his answer. <laughs> shit, my wife. Yep. All right. What is your guilty pleasure? Uh... Uh, I know they're tricky. My guilty pleasure. Uh, uh, not really a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I, I'm not even. Brian I don't feel eats all the time. Now. Uh, probably uh my obsession for movies. I love watching movies. Okay, fair. Uh, any kind of movie. Any movie except white girl movies. If, I'm gonna make you watch some. I'm gonna give you a list, and I'm gonna make you find them. Well, I'm gonna. I, 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 I think uh, we yeah. should trade. Okay, I got you. I'll I'll do that. Um, speaking of that, what movie have you seen more than ten times? Oh, uh, uh, Bad Boys. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I need to see Bad Boys. Is what he's telling me. Um, what time do you go to bed? Uh, about three thirty. Good lord! What is with all you people who go to bed super late? So, what time do you get up? About noon. Okay, well, that that's fair. Um, what is the last thing you purchased? It doesn't have to be major. Literally the last thing you paid money for. The last thing I purchased was this Mountain Dew right here. It is a tiny Mountain Dew, too. <laughs> yeah, I bought a six-pack of them because I knew I was going to be on the road. Oh, yeah, that, I don't blame you. Um, strangest thing you've eaten? 
he eats Weird everything. Shit. Literally, we will be driving on a road trip and we'll be eating and he'll I'll stop eating for a second. He'll like, are you done with that? And I literally <laughs> just hand him like my sandwich or whatever. I cannot tell you how many film sets he's just taken my plate of food and eat it. Yeah, I'm greedy. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, here, I don't want this. And people look at us like, are you dating? I'm like, no, I just know he wants my food. Uh, Alec, uh, rattlesnake, rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. I don't know that I've ever eaten rattlesnake. Um, last one, most used app on your phone. Well, email is not an app, so uh, probably Facebook. Probably Facebook. That's fair. Um, okay, so where can people find you on the social medias? Uh, at Mr. Wolfman Black on Twitter and Instagram. On both. Twitter, Instagram. The same on both. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Brian Bowman on Facebook. All right. Writer. Brian Bowman, actor, writer on Facebook. And that was Mr. Wolfman Black. Mr. Wolfman Black. Yeah, we'll get into uh, that on another day. Because yes. we still didn't even talk about your books either. Similar to Wolfman Jack, but on yeah. Wolfman Black. Yeah. We're going to have to have you back on because we have a lot more we didn't talk about. Oh, but your time most definitely. Uh, He's got to be on the road. He's got to get to <laughs> Cleveland in like three hours. So yeah. we got we to gotta wrap it up for him today. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely come back and... Uh, and hopefully we can uh, uh, get the other two uh, individuals. Yeah, yeah. And we can just talk about some of our different. We got so much to talk about. It's going to take me about three, four shows. Yeah, I think that's We've fine. We've got so much to get. Oh, I know. Uh, and there's just a lot. Right. I get sidetracked. Too, yeah, so. and, and I want to interview <laughs> you on your own show. I'm like, I got a lot of oh, questions okay. for you. We'll do that. <laughs> we'll like do a, a trade, trade the. Trade the mic. Right, I'm quite sure though. Oh, it's so much about you that the audience doesn't know. I would love that because I just sit here talking about other people. Right. I mean, I did do an intro show that Alex interviewed me, but it was basic. Okay. It was basic interviews. I would love that. So you um have a birthday coming up. Again. I do have a birthday coming up. And we had a ball last year. We on did. Birthday, so what are we gonna do this year? I don't know. Birthday? I was just thinking about the other day because I feel like so many of my friends are no longer my friends. I well, I think I uh, feel like everybody's so busy right now that like nobody talks to anyone anymore. And so I'm like, do I? I don't know. I've been well, feeling we just sorry have to make that effort. Lately. We just have to make an effort. We got to. You all need to make an effort for my birthday. Is what company. We're well, yeah, your birthday brought everybody together last year. I know. We were having the same issue last I year. I know. I do think that was the case. So I don't know. I got to figure out some place where we can go because last year it was fun, but it got a little sketchy for a little white girl over here. Well, that was one of our cultural differences again. <laughs> for the for the first time, she was somewhere where oh she was God. the uncomfortable one, and I was cool. I didn't have an issue with it. Yeah, because the club <laughs> we went to, the club we went to to dance was normally like just a club that plays all kinds of music and all kinds of people go there. Apparently, my birthday night was hip hop night. And I should have known when I walked in and they like strip searched me and like metal detectors. They took my pepper spray and it was fun at the beginning. But after people had handed me lots of drinks and the place got really full, I was really scared. Right. And, I and was you fine. were happy. Go yeah. lucky. <laughs> I was all over the place. I was cool. I was laughing at you because you I laugh know. at me all the time. I do. Because I'm like, Brian, why are you, why are you afraid we're in the woods? Brian, we're in the woods. There's no one around. No one's going to get you. And he's like, there could be someone with a shotgun. Well, remember the one shoot we did? It was the people were out hunting deers. 
That's we literally just... were filming in the woods, and as we like walk out, someone dude walks by in like full camo with like a rifle, and Brian's like, "See, I told you I was gonna get shot." Right, uh, uh, a black guy in the woods. We see a, a, a white guy in full camouflage and a rifle. Every every black guy's gonna be scared. That's not, not to mention he's just afraid of the outside. And that's another culture of difference. Ghosts. We don't. Yeah, I'm afraid. Brian's of ghosts, afraid too. of everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, our culture taught us to not fuck with the woods, the ghosts, or the <laughs> You just the stay in your house, apparently. <laughs> apparently I mean, you just stay in your house and eat food. Yeah. 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 yeah That's fair. Much. And yeah. watch movies. Yeah. Yeah, well, all right. Makes sense. Keeps you safe. I know. <laughs> all right, guys. I got to get Brian out of here. So make sure you check him out on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Wolfman Black. And you can find him on Facebook at Brian Bowman Actor Writer. Is that correct? Yep. Um, as always, you can find me on the Instagram at Amy K, that's K-A-Y, Clark, um, and on Facebook as well. On Twitter, it's underscore Amy K. Clark, because I had some Twitter issues. Um, all right, well, thank you so much for joining me, Brian. It's been a while since I've seen you, oh, it but it fun. felt like it was, it was old days. I wish I could sit here for like two, three more hours. I know, and you can't. But I will have you back. We will we will book it, and it will happen, and we will discuss all of the weird cultural differences. All the weird cultural differences, and we'll and, and we won't spend the whole show. I mean, on. we could, but no, we've got yeah, other things to talk about. We got about. other shit to talk. We got about. plenty other stories to tell. A whole you. bunch of shit to talk. Yeah. about. Yeah. All right. Safe travels to your next gig. Indeed. indeed and indeed. Uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thanks all for right. Me again. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Bye.